Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of At The Pump. This is Patrick sitting here with Brian and we're here to bring you kind of a 4th of July special to honor the upcoming holiday. Correct. What's going on, Brian? Not much. We're going to get into some good old American muscle cars today. Hold on, let me get fancy real quick. We're going to do a little bit of red, white, and blue. Nice. There you go. So first off, we're probably going to cover like the classic American muscle car, which in my mind is a V8 rear-wheel drive manual two-door. No, oh, of course. I don't think so, it's just in your mind. I think that's just what that's a muscle car is. That's what it is? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. They've kind of veered off from that into the present day. We'll You're get right. into that. But You're right. Dodge in, Charger owners. In, in the classic, I mean, Chevy SS, G8, like we could go on it. But anyway... Um, in the, in the classic, like hot rod era, when people were first tinkering with cars, modding them out, making them faster, adding their little personal touch to it, right. it was the muscle car era of the late sixties, early seventies that we remember at least. And that was like the era that our parents were in, right. And, yep. you know, hearing them about their stories of the car community back then. And, but you're absolutely right. Like. 60s early 70s like that was the muscle car era that you know i think of gone in 60 seconds i think exactly all of these kind of um not only movies but just the cars from that era right Mm -hmm. i mean it's that was the muscle car era yep and we can speak on that because locally here is the barrett jackson car auction so for those that don't know barrett jackson is a the world's largest automotive auction and it's not at the typical auction that you think of Right. right. I mean, it is huge. And we have the largest one here in Scottsdale, um, like February, end of January, February. Yeah. yeah every February. year. So this this whole state of Arizona just turns into this old muscle car kind of like car show for a week. Yeah. I know? would say the Barrett Jackson auction kind of maybe not focuses, but at least it attracts and brings a high quality product from a, I mean, restoration car from that period as well as a high-end buyer like these cars are going for a million dollars sometimes or more that are you know perfectly restored as they rolled off the showroom floor in the late 60s early 70s right so this is a great representation of the culture that surrounds those cars how unique they are to find in a like perfect condition you know and it's kind of the super muscle is what I would call it. You know, you have your classic Shelby's or Camaro, Yankos, and all that Chevelles, type of stuff. Chevelles, GTOs. Yeah, exactly. Thunderbirds, exactly. Corvettes, stuff like that. Let, let's let the inner nerd come out of Brian here for a little bit because we talk, we talk about the 60s and early 70s. And then what happened? It all just disappeared, it, it right? Yeah. So I think one of the main contributors to that was 1973, the OPEC oil embargo literally spiked gas prices and the bar- you know cost of a barrel of oil went up by 350%. So it's insane if you think about that like in right. if that happened now I mean I know Dude. we've had our variants of that but th- that's nuts. Jesus. So I remember stories from our parents and stuff of like oh you could only get gas if your license plate ended in an odd number on certain days or an even number on other days and it was wild like lines at the gas pump crazy shortages. It was nuts. So manufacturers couldn't make your thirsty, big V8, you know, muscle cars anymore. Right. They had to slowly pivot and shift and become more fuel efficient, not as big in displacement. 
and trying to get better fuel economy for the end user and consumer who wouldn't be able to afford to fill up their car, literally. Right. So those muscle cars that we're talking about that are so sought after were kind of killed in the in the early 70s. That's what I was going to bring so, up is like the, the muscle car culture after like, let's call it 72, 73. Died. I mean, it was shit, right? It, well, the other thing too is now you have a lot of other manufacturers that have thrown their hat in the race and make a good quality product. Back then, this was the only game in town. Like you couldn't buy a dope Honda or a Toyota or a Hyundai or, you know, these other cars like Beamers and Mercedes were around, but it was like super, super expensive. And that was your luxury import from Europe, you know? So they kind of killed what they were good at. And it wasn't even them. It was, the price of oil and gas. Right. So we saw the late seventies, the eighties, the nineties, they started making like decent power again but and like brought like back the V8, but it was just poo. Like it was junk. It I was, think it was poo. Is yeah. I was going to say it was poop because <laughs> the interiors were terrible. They weren't reliable. They didn't last for very long. Right. And the styling just looked awful in my opinion. Like, do you remember, um, I think it was like the early 2000s, the Mustang GT, the dash of that car. It looked Dude, like the interior was terrible. It looked like it should have two steering wheels. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> the like the opposite a student passenger driver. Side. You yeah. Know? And, for, and to this day, I still in love with the 0304 Terminator, Terminator Cobra. Terminator Cobra. Right? Yep. Outside, I thought it looked cool, but the, that inside looks like, I mean, they yeah. should be two steering wheels, two sets of pedals, and you have two people driving like yeah. it was it was horrible even if you look at like a c5 corvette like the dash all the buttons and the way that the rate like the digital radio like the numbers and the font everything just looked odd and off yeah it wasn't real refined the wheel was big and goofy like ugh. it was a weird time like yeah. the old um what was it the uh the old camaros that looked like they took their like design inspiration from like an eight-year-old's paper airplane right like it was like super long and sharp and had this like pony kind of catfish look to the front but like i mean at the time though that's when we were growing up you know that was the cool thing but that's comparative to what it used to be um it's kind of made like full circle from where we are now oh yeah and we'll touch on that in a little bit yeah but um it's it's interesting like you're absolutely right like that 80s 90s and early 2000s you know would it be, are the Fox bodies decent? I mean, sure, but like that whole era was just brutal. I thought it was kind of lousy. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if they weren't allocating a lot of like research and design efforts or materials to make them look and feel and sound and perform well. Right. But it, it wasn't trickling down to an end product that you could buy off the showroom floor and really have that wow factor. Right. You mentioned we circle around to the later 2000s and all of these companies or manufacturers are bringing back the classic muscle cars that made them once, I think, like once famous and like a a brand loyal consumer. Like you've got your Mopar guys, you've got your Ford guys, and you got your Chevy Bowtie people, right? Yeah. And they're representing that brand for a reason. They finally figured it out and made these cars cool again like they used to look like with the classic late 60s early 70s design 
and then they put the modern powertrain and performance into it and it's like boom there's the winning ticket yeah. you know yeah. they figured it out we've seen like you know this this kind of dip and then it's starting to go back up mm-hmm. in the late mid to late 2000s mm-hmm. you know we i had an 07 mustang gt and i thought that was at the time that was the of the big three i say big three i'm talking ford i'm talking chevy i'm talking dodge yep of that time they were the first to kind of bring back the retro design exactly. but also modernize it to you know the time in 2007 yeah so that was like the coolest thing back then you had kind of the retro interior with the gauges and yep. you know the round vents and stuff like that but it's it's modern you know it was kind of paying homage to what the mustang used to look like exactly and that i think is the car that sparked kind of the muscle car growth going forward oh yeah they saw sales and the popularity of that car boom other companies like chevy i mean you could say pontiac tried with the 2004 and fell on their face with the gto oh my god it had an ls motor it was decent had an ls1 in there in 04 and i think an ls2 a 60 in 05 it was like 57 and then 60 yeah but the design was like dude it's like a grand am in a coupe with a weird rear end, like it's just just yeah. goofy. Same time, Dodge. I don't know where they got this from, but apparently the Dodge Charger grew two extra doors and is now a sedan. Like yeah, that, no, and I I get the frustration because of what the Charger used to be. It yeah, was a super long nose. Like, coupe, oh yeah. Right? Um, but I understand in today's world that you have to offer a sedan. So. For them to use that name, you know, they have Charger, they have Challenger, right? right. So Challenger maintained the two-door coupe. And that remake was beautiful. It was. I think they did a great job. Yeah. yeah. It's a big car, but yeah. they were big back then. So I get why Dodge did that because as much as you and I could sit here and hate it, like, yeah, I mean, having a four, having a Charger known for being a two-door, whatever it is in the past, now you make a four-door variant of it. I get it. But on the other hand, also, it's nice because now they're appealing to buyers that may want a family sedan right that's still a, a muscle car right you know versus the and they offer both right but um you know we'll, we'll kind of jump in let's talk about the big three so we have ford we have chevy and then we have dodge mm-hmm. right so each of these cars have a, have a muscle car powerhouse and they each kind of serve a different purpose um some would argue that the the corvette is maybe above you have a muscle car territory and then you have kind of jumping up maybe not quite supercar territory but but like sports car territory yeah i've had this argument for a lot of people and i'm interested to see what your point of view is because some people think that it's a die it's a muscle car right it's it's one of the three or is it a step above the your normal muscle car group what do you think i think it is a muscle car and i think they're producing a lot of different lines in there like you can get a base corvette you can get a Corvette Z06, which like ups the performance, ups all the you know options you're able to get. In late 2000s, they did the Corvette ZR1 remake. So I think they're trying to push the envelope with performance as much as they can to tap into that supercar type category. Right. And have like, oh, this is our Ferrari killer, the Z ZL1 or ZR1, right? Yeah. So uh, I still think it's a muscle car at heart. I do too. Just with the classic v8 rear wheel drive manual two-door yeah you know yeah and they did a great job with that that has held its life the whole way through and is Look one of the, the rare cars that, that it's built do that with yeah right i mean even with the new c8 coming out that's completely just 
remapped that car, right? That community is still going to continue to grow and get bigger. Definitely. So you know, we we'll stick on the Chevy train. You know, you have your Chevy Corvette, then you have your Camaro. Camaro's amazing car in the remake as well. So that's another one that they've brought back to the kind of the classic styling. Yep. In the late '60s, early '70s, again. You know that I think that car took a lot of popularity when Transformers used it in their first movie. Definitely the yellow Camaro, right? And that was kind of the retro but modern, classic but new. You know, a yep. mix of both. So you have the Camaro, which is always going to trail behind the the Corvette. We touched on this in another video. Yeah, that the the Corvette will always be that halo car for Chevy, but then the Camaro will be not far behind it. You know, you still can get a ZL1. You still can get all these Z28s and stuff like that and get crazy yeah. power. Even use the same platform that's in a Z06 and a Camaro. Yeah. But it's cool because both of those cars are um, cool in their own way. You know, the Corvette has definitely gotten more modern while the Camaro is still kind of keeping that home. More muscle. To more muscle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, they they jumped into of trying to do the, the four-door sedan powerhouse with the chevrolet ss mm -hmm. which was kind of their variant of a pontiac g8 or whatever it is it's just a four-door muscle car uh i think they made it for two years yeah I could be wrong don't don't kill me but um i understand the need for someone to have to do that but it's cool just to see where chevy has gone with these cars especially with the new c8 you know that can be debated if people like it or not but mm -hmm. regardless i still can Here's the question. Is the C8 outgrown of a muscle car now? Mm, I don't think so. See, I think it has. Even just because it's rear engine? I think it's rear engine. engine. I think it's mid-engine. I think it's. Uh, I think it is surpassed muscle car territory. I think it's in sport car territory. I don't think it's supercar territory. Yeah. There's another company that has a, a we call it like a tweener. It's like it's not a supercar, but it kind of is a supercar. And we can get into that in our next brand, the big blue oval. Yep. The Ford, which is first on race day. A lot of people give it shit and say it's found on road dead, but right. you know, they have a great race heritage. The car we're alluding to is the Ford GT. They made a killer remake of that they in did. what, oh four, oh five? Yep. In that era, you know, supercharged five four sitting behind you. It looks amazing, just like the Ford GT forty was from back in the day. And then they remade it again with uh, like the EcoBoost platform that they're trying to have all this crazy aero and you know handling. It's, it's a cool car. That is a supercar in my mind. That's what I was going to no get. No question. At. That's a supercar. I think that has pushed the envelope and surpassed the muscle car category and has really elevated itself into that like supercar oh, for realm. Sure. Or for they're sure. they're throwing their hat in and boxing with the best in yeah. the next level. It should be at half a million dollars too. Right. Yeah. They also have the price tag to, to back it up. Right. So the other classics were the Ford Mustang. And I love this car. Like you alluded to when we were in high school, the 03, 04 Cobra or the classic Terminator mm -hmm. sounded amazing. That supercharger just squealed, yep, yep. had lots of power for the day. You know, that was a fast car back then out of the box or stock. Yep. Um, another great thing they did with the Mustang is there's lots of different tiers that you can get in. You can get in a Mustang GT. You can get into a Mustang Bullet. You can get into a Mustang Mach 1. Which they just released, which they got looks a new freaking one. insane. Yes, the new one, 2021, <clears throat> looks really cool. You can get into a Mustang Cobra. They have the Shelby editions now. I think we just talked about they don't have the GT350R anymore. It's now just a GT500. Yeah. 
And that's... well, they made a GT three fifty, then they made a GT three fifty R. Yeah. So two variants of that car, but that was kind of their their track weapon, their driver's car, their driver's car. Yeah. Yeah. And then now it just released the new GT five hundred, which looks awesome. My favorite muscle car to date right now is the new GT five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So that carries the Shelby name. That's a hell of a of a player in that space. Still classic muscle car though. Right. Classic, classic muscle car. What's cool is that mind. Ford played on their heritage. They did the bullet, right? Yeah. The, they made a couple of colors, but I'm going to talk about the, the dark green, green right? Yep. The British racing greens color, you yep. know, and it's not the same color, but not regardless. Um, you know, they did that. They did their Hertz editions. They did, True. you know, and Chevy did that on the Camaros as well. But you have all these little Mach 1. You have California Special. You have all these Barrett-Jackson edition. You got all these yeah. little... Um, special editions that they played back to their heritage back in the you know 60s and early 70s mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool yeah and then you could throw in the mopar guys you know we, we can't forget about dodge they bring three heavy hitters in now everything's the srt line yep right so you got your charger which we kind of eh, it's a four-door sedan even if you get the big powerful 707 horsepower or whatever you got your Challenger, which is that classic muscle car again. Looks yep. great like it did back in the day. Yep. And then the Viper, which they kind of died off. But, dude, a V10 from America? Yeah. Dodge Viper? Like, whoo! The most that, dangerous car to drive. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the, the bad mamma jamma. It, it is. And Dodge has done a really good job of, like, showing the power level that they can achieve. Yeah. I mean, the, the Hellcat came out, and that was kind of like the craze, right? And then you had the wide body variant of it then you have the yeah. red eye then you have the demon i mean right. i love the way they're naming these because it a car does look super mean like if you're looking in your rearview mirror and you see that shit behind you yeah it's intimidating you, you know even though it is huge it's a big ass boat it's heavy but regardless it's got to be heavy look at this motor they're putting in there like it's not gonna right. be a small nimble light car but if we talk about design of that car that is not far off from what they used to look like way back in their heyday right and I think those are the companies that are really doing a great job, and you'll see the sales reflect that, are the ones that represent their classic heritage from back in the day. Right. So I think those sell the best. And I also think that like the Chargers and the Chevy SS and stuff like that, just they got to throw something out there to battle like what we would say the German sleds that's your classic sports sedan yep. that just has cleaned house on the sports sedan market Com- forever basically completely understand why they're doing it i get it you know we're not running a massive company that an automotive company so i mean we, there, there's a lot of things that we don't know but there's definitely a reason for it because there's a market for someone that wants a sports car right they got two kids they got little jimmy and little sally right that want to go for a ride in dad's car or they want to play golf on the weekends right. and throw clubs in the back yeah. or bring their buddies with them yeah um you know those are by far the big three there are a couple little maybe um other companies that still create kind of a muscle car i'm going to go cadillac and kind of talk CTSV. about CTSV. CTSV. You know, there's a, a luxury power wagon, you know, a wagon, sedan, coupe. They come in a couple of different variants, but mm-hmm. that is a cool car. I mean, that's like Definitely. the gentleman's um, muscle car. From Definitely. America. Definitely. Yeah, that would be something you could roll up to a business meeting in or like your executive would drive, yep. right? They make their lower tier, the ATSV, which is a cool car, but the CTSV for this purpose is kind of that like ultimate luxury car muscle car yeah 
And like we're saying, they've got to battle, you know, your E-Class, AMG, your M5, stuff like that. They've got to have a competitor in that space. Yeah. So I get it. And then Pontiac, which no longer is in existence. Yeah. At uh, the time, you know, the 0809, that kind of era, they had the G8. Which, the G8 GXP yeah. is their good sedan that they put up there. That was a car that I owned. We talked about that in another video too, but that was an awesome car. But again, that is the four-door sedan, just powerhouse. Right. Right. And we alluded to the GTO being performance-wise great, but it looked like a Dodge Cavalier went to pit my ride and had a problem. Yeah. I think if they somehow brought the GTO back and did the proper things to it, like Ford did with the Mustang and Dodge yeah. did with the Challenger... The GT, like a Judge GTO in that orange, like, come on. We've seen that at Barrett-Jackson how many times? Sure, sure. Prices are six figures deep, and if they remade that somehow, woo, yeah, that'd be cool. That would be a killer. What's that'd cool to see is where these cars were and where they've ended up today. They finally brought everything back around full circle, and we could talk about this with price as well because that's skyrocketed. Crazy. But the interior is nice, the power and performance is there, and these cars hold up. It's not like they're going to crack down and break at 35, 40,000 miles. So The refinement level. From, yeah. And that's just all cars. I mean, we talk about Honda Civic. It's come a long way since where it was 10 years ago. Yeah. But muscle cars are now known for having great technology. Yep. The refinement's there. You know, the reliable. The comfort, yeah. The comfort, all the tech, all this stuff that you wouldn't expect in a muscle car. This was non-existent back 10 years ago when we were looking at these cars. Right. When I had a couple of them. Right. And the other thing we brought up was price. Like, at least when we were in high school, a Mustang Cobra, that 03, 04, that Terminator Cobra was like 35 grand, maybe fully optioned out. You might sniff 40. Right. A Shelby GT500 right now is a hundred grand. Yeah, right. And and there's a lot of other cars across the board, like a Corvette that was in what, like the low 40s or so, maybe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that I mean, if you get a Z06 or like a top top of the end, that's another like six figure car. Kind of been like, okay, we're gonna throw dollars at it, but you're also getting bang for your buck there too. Right. So yeah, they are more expensive, but you're getting a premium product in 2020 with the money that you're spending to get this type of muscle car. And this is probably why we've seen success on the non V8 platforms, you know, EcoBoost motors, your, Mm -hmm. your six cylinders and even your turbo four cylinders, stuff like that, that are in these cars. It, it's still, you get the car, you get the look and you get that experience in the price point or the budget that you want to be in. Right. right? Exactly. Not everyone can go afford to go, just write a check for a Hellcat. Yeah, and get the, the creme de la creme of each yeah. one. Yeah, like a, a Demon Red Eye or, you know, your Shelby GT500 or, you know, those things are crazy expensive, but you're getting crazy performance out of it. I mean, we've also alluded to, like, the Dino Queen numbers. I mean, it's been like a horsepower battle for the last five years. Yep. I've never, ever thought that we'd see a day when manufacturers from a stock vehicle are 800 horsepower you know? it's, it's like tripled yeah but so that's nuts guys give us your thoughts in the comments what um 
when you think of American Muscle, what is it that that comes to your mind? Is it a certain brand? Is it a certain style of car? Is it a certain era of this? Um, we're interested to know kind of what that is from y'all's perspective. But we appreciate you guys listening along. This was kind of a you know, maybe tailored to 4th of July. Let's talk about American muscle cars. This is what Brian and I actually grew up on. Uh, So it's kind of fun to talk about it and see where they're at now. Yeah. But um, if you guys like the content, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up, leave a comment, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And we'll catch you guys in another episode. Peace, guys. (laughs) 